Time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. And there's nothing like a Crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604. No risk, no worries. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. Hello, Australia, and welcome to the big Friday edition of Malloy. Hello, Dave. How you going, Mickey? On this day when we said uh, fond farewell to the great Bert Newton, we'll, we'll discuss that. All in just a moment and what it means to the world of entertainment and to the people of Australia. After that, we'll get into Clown of the Week. Uh, you're not going to believe it, but in that involves a discussion about the world's sexiest man. Because uh, there's a choice that's uh, polarising people. Yes. One triple three five three girls, if you want to get on board and let us know who you think the sexiest is, please. Uh, <laughs> Only so many calls for it. Okay. You. you know what I mean? I see. All right. Just dial then. it down. Okay. Good we'll idea. Yep, yeah. yep. Hey, uh, I will also be speaking to the great Kate Langbrook, no stranger to FM radio. Uh-huh. Spent a year in Italy. She's written a book about it. Uh, it'll be bloody interesting. She's a top chick. Can't wait to catch up uh, with her, see what it's all about. Yeah. Dr. Chris Brown. <laughs> and I hope not his last appearance on the show. I hope we could get him back before. He's the best. Always good. He's going to join us. For Animal Kingdom, of course, which yeah. they love. Gone Wild, which is just the best in the business. Uh, we're going to take your calls. We'll take your tweets. We've got a couple of other surprises for you. Oh, mate. Kick it off, Dave. Let's get, get into in it. Here Friday. we go for a big Friday, Malloy. This is Malloy. What a significant day for the entertainment community and indeed the Australian public at large who have loved this man over six generations of outstanding work. Uh, we said goodbye to Bert Newton today in a moving state funeral in Melbourne. I'm so sorry I couldn't get to Melbourne. I'm really disappointed yeah. uh, that I wasn't there. There were so many. It was a who's who of the entertainment community yeah, who wanted to pay respects to just one of the giants and one of the greats. One To me, the greatest live TV entertainment performer I ever saw. Unflappable and he was, wasn't he? He he was truly the best. We'll get into Bert in just a minute, yep. but let's just have a quick look at uh, the service today. To Australia, Bert wasn't just a man on a screen or an actor on a stage. He was someone we all felt we knew. And when things went off script, when a show went off the rails... Bert thrived. To Graham Kennedy, he was Herbie. To Don Lane, he was Moonface. And to all of us, he was our Bert. Self-taught, self-driven, what he missed in the classroom, he learnt in the arena of life. He was the least jaded, old-fashioned performer you would ever meet. To watch Bert in his natural habitat at the Logies was a television highlight of the year. Whether the Gold Logie becomes the Bert Newton Award or a theatre or similar be named in his honour, Show business and this city will never be the same. This letter I'm reading on behalf of Bert and Patty's children, Matthew and Lauren. One final conversation a few days before we lost him, my mother was pottering around in the background. At one point, she took something into another room and the second she left, Dad leaned into the phone camera and whispered, I think she's poisoning my food, Matthew. Stars come and go. 
TV shows are made and forgotten. And as time passes on, legends fade away. But not Bert. There it is, well spoken. Uh, Dan Andrews, Eddie Maguire, and Pete Smith. Yeah. Uh, a part of the mo- a very moving ceremony. Um, when you think of Bert, you also think of his wonderful wife, uh, who is broken hearted, yeah, Patty right. Newton. That was hard um, to watch today. This was a love affair for the ages. They were madly in love. Um, she's such a devoted wife and a devoted mother. Yeah. And uh, much like Michael, you know, when you, your heart goes out, as much as we're going to miss them, mm. heart goes out to Sue and her yeah, family. And, and Patty, who I, who I made contact with today to say, I'm sorry I couldn't be there in person. But. As I said, we, we've lost one of the giants of live TV entertainment. I remember when I was very young mm. and uh, I used to watch the Don Lane show in my pajamas right. after, after talk mum into letting me stay up to yeah. watch Bert's Wheel. And right Bert, at the end, wasn't Bert's it? Wheel yeah. was the first indication I had of what live TV madness could be no and kidding. what making stuff up on the fly yeah. is. And for anyone who's had the privilege of doing it, as mm. I do, mm. to, have, to do live TV yeah. in, in the entertainment forum. Mm. You can only look and admire and sometimes shake your head at uh, this man's ability to get it across the line, mm. uh, whatever it takes. We just can't in- underestimate uh, what he means. Um, you know, during your career, you get a lot of criticism and a lot of positives. But mm. the greatest compliment I've had was Bert Newton saying he really liked my stuff and oh, wow. I made him laugh. So coming from him, yeah, it carries a bit of weight. Of so he's, you know, I can't thank him enough yeah. for inspiring me and helping me uh, get into this business. I may be biased, but mm. I actually... Uh, have a lot of time for anyone who puts their energy into trying to make other people laugh and happy. Mm. I think it's sometimes un- underrated. I don't mean underrated. I just think sometimes we don't give it enough credit from the people who are trying to do it. It's not always easy. Mm. And he made it look easy. So well done, Bert. And uh, love and thoughts to the Newton family. Valet. I've compared this program now for 13 years. They're looking to do it until I get it right. And, um, You've done this before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't think so, would you? <laughs> With him, you've got to laugh and then sit back a little bit. Tonight, we're very excited about the Logies because for the very first time, they're not fixed. No, no, no. Oh, my heart's jumping up and down. Well... On both sides, I mentioned. No wonder Molly Mold really fancied me. <laughs> we had a good thing going, and then Elton John came to town. The whole thing was. Uh... I like the boy. He's he's did you say Roy or boy? I like the boy. Is something wrong with saying that? Roy. Yeah. Hey, hang on, hang on. No. no. I'll change religion, I'll do anything for it. Bert Newton finally went to the doctor last week who scheduled the quadruple bypass immediately. And I said, uh, you know, what's the percentage of uh, things going wrong? And my surgeon, who was a wonderful man, said, well, if there is a chance, it's about 15%. And I thought, oh, well, 15%. If it's good enough for Channel 10, it's good enough for me. So I decided to go away. This is the moment now. 
when we do say goodbye. goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Driving you home, this, this is Malloy. There are many contenders. Kane has a bulging dick disc. Or as young people call it, a pinga. Oh! But who will it be this week? Thank you, Boris. And I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Time to reveal. Yeehaw! <laughs> Clown of the Week. Show off your man cave, she cave, garage, or Bathurst watching setup for your chance to win a $250 Repco gift card. There you go. Sponsored again by the good folk down at Repco. Well done, Repco. Uh, what have we got to win today? We've got some $250 vouchers courtesy of uh, Repco. Get on board. One triple three five three. Clown of the at Week. At some point, but uh, before we get there, can I clown, please, the employers of Portugal? Oh, okay. Clown them, Dave. Uh, yeah, what's happened there? Well, uh, Portugal have had to ban employers from contacting staff outside of hours because they do it constantly, and that is not on. Mm, if it's one thing as an employer, mm. uh, as a boss, mm. you get there's a definite you can't muddy the waters. You're you're in at work, and so you don't agree with it. Is what you're Am saying? I right, guys? You don't agree with this because that's I don't interesting. Agree. Isn't I just think. I just Whitney, think. Can you, are uh, you being serious right now, James? Can well, you? Yeah, it's pretty interesting understand. that you say that, Michaela. Yeah, man right. of the people. Yeah, right. I mean, what I, I can't. Made, I can't what have support I ever made you. you do that's not part of the job. Oh. Job. All right. the, the job description. Cutting your nail. Cutting oh, your fungal uh, nail. Why? Well, hang on a second. Happen? But that was a medical issue. No, it wasn't. That was a medical emergency. No, Michaela. What have you had to do? Well, I um, had to organise a shaver that we had to call multiple shaver shop mm. stores to actually get it sorted. I had to clean up those whiskers yeah. after that shaver was bought. Well, that's because I shaved in the office. Yeah. What about every pig? afternoon when the sun comes into the studios, I've got to put down the blinds for you? <laughs> <laughs> but what, but what, you're the only one who can do it. No, I'm not. Have you never watched me walk over to the door where the switch oh. is and push the button, they're electronic blinds, <laughs> Do you think I've got some sort of magic button oh, on the desk here? Yeah, I did. I think you had a button on the console. <laughs> I had a button James, on the console every day. Yeah, you guys have got off lightly. My commute in has been interrupted with, mate, I'm on the first tee. I need my Vax uh, passport now. <laughs> Immediately. People are behind me. Get it to me. Now. Step. Where is it, mate? How dare you? Now, have I ever called you after hours, as these bosses have Multiple to do times. There's been Uber Eats. There's also <laughs> Instagram been, posts. Yep, getting those up. Drunkard. Uh, more yeah, often yeah. than not, there's that. Yeah. Uh, Home uh, internet issues. Oh, fix God. Netflix. Netflix isn't working. Make no, Netflix yeah, work. I can't get Gem on Foxtel. Why isn't Gem on Foxtel? <laughs> <laughs> what about ordering your lunch daily? Pizzas oh, yeah. across the road. Okay, I think we're done here. Depending on the yeah. mood. Snacks from downstairs. <laughs> Vending machine, you mentioned that. Where's my Red Bull? Need the no sugars. Someone this one stole my cold. pen. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's painting a bit of a picture here. Anyway, well done, Portugal. <laughs> Portugal, you should do better for your employers. See me in my office everywhere after, after work. Unbelievable. What a pile of. Uh, uh, I'm going to miss you. James, you'll still be being called when this show's on. Oh, yeah. I'll no send the invoices. Hey, just quickly, uh, time for another one. Oh, yeah. uh, let's clown People Magazine for declaring Paul Rudd as the 2021 sexiest man alive. Uh, we don't need to go to the audio on this one, right. no, but I just want to say this has polarised women. A lot of people are going, who? Paul yeah. Rudd? What? What mm. was he? Ant-Man? I don't know who you're talking about. On the some hand, there are some, uh, including some in the studio, so desperate they would consider just about anyone. Oh, uh, don't be mean to Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, you are you're gonna, you're in the Paul Rudd camp. Oh yes, that man is 
very sexy. He has not aged since Clueless. How old is that? Like 20 years ago? He's just turned 50. He looks exactly he's the same. nerdy looking, though. Oh, but he's funny. No, he's, he's relatable. You say to Michaela, yes? Yeah, he's hot. He's he's funny. He's like the guy next door. Mm. He's cute. Katie Dower, Maddie's wife, agrees mm. also. Yeah, but my mum did not. My mum was angry last night. That <laughs> See? was ridiculous. That's oh, what I'm talking hot. about. Um, this is a chance for the girls, one triple three five three. Who is it? Uh, so who would you go with? Uh, Whitney first? I mean, I've got a pick from the line. Oh, but oh, what have you the, done? The, the, have you got a short list? Yeah, look, look at this. Oh, it's my like, God. About a page Sexiest long. man alive, Whitney. Adam Driver, which is controversial okay. because he's not your typical uh, sexy. Ren from, uh, yeah, he's not your typical he's sexy like guy. He's like a big uh, bison. Yeah, yeah. bit Sean of a big Oliver. schnoz. You know what they say about big schnoz. And he's tall. Okay. I'll take a couple of those boxes. Nothing for me. Michaela, (laughs) what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go Ryan Reynolds, who actually won Sexiest Man Alive, I believe, in 2010. So he's already. Yeah, he's good. He'd be a bit past it now, wouldn't he? That was 11 years ago. No, no, no. Have you seen his wife? Yeah. Blake Lively, they're both hot. Well, she's hot too. Is Mm. Jill around? Where's Jill? Oh, she's answering phones. She said Kyle Chalmers. No, it's Daryl Braithwaite for her. Remember, she turned up in her school uniform Very at, at, at the Southern Cross Hotel, yeah. right. snuck into snuck his hotel into his room. He did. That's I think, right. I think you'll find that's how you do it. Okay, you get the idea. One triple three five three girls, give us a call. Sexiest man alive. Is it you Paul Rudd? Is it not? Thanks to Repco. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Kate Langbrook's author. She's got a new book out. We'll be uh, checking in with Kate in just a moment. Then Dr. Chris Brown with our Gone Wild in the second hour for a Friday. Malloy, Triple M. We are in Clown of the Week, thanks to the good folk down at Repco. And People Magazine, we clown for declaring Paul Rudd as the sexiest man alive. Some support, but not much. We're asking you, ladies, uh, to enter the fray and tell us who the sexiest man alive is. Sue, who do you think? Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Aquaman. Jason Momoa, (laughs) also from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's right. Uh, What is it for you? Is it his giant Hulk-like physique? Is Mm. it his big beard? Is it his kind of primitive uh, machismo? Mm. Yes, he's very Viking-looking. He's big chest. I like big arms, Mm. and I like him especially when he's wet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, do good, eh? Okay, so brick laid right. Settle it down. Just, yeah. I mean, come well on. said, uh, Jason Momoa, a few calls in that department. Kim, I think you believe the same, is it? Oh. Is that right? Kim? Hello. Hey, Kim. Who's sexiest oh. man alive? Who are you thinking? Oh, look, hands down, it would have to be... Mick Malloy. Oh, Duke and Dave. Oh, stop. You put Kim on for this, didn't and you? Thanks, everyone. Please stop calling in this department. That we can't. The phone lines are going to blow up uh, in that department. But, Kim, you got it right. Uh, what is yeah, it about uh, Mick, Kim? Why, why do you think he is the sexiest? Uh, well, it has to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be physique, but... <laughs> Definitely the witty mind. Right, okay. Thank That's, you very it's, much. It's the comedy, okay. It's the comedy. Good on, good on you, Kim. Thanks for the call. Natasha, who do you think it is? Hello, Nick. How are you? I'm good. Who do you think? Sexiest man alive? Oh, it has to be you, Nick. I wouldn't mind being your boy. Oh, what a shame the phone's dropping out. <laughs> Natasha, have another down. go. Who do you who do you think it's going to be? Dangerous Dave. Oh, no, Dangerous. no. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a no, it's, it's Mick. 
Duncan Dave. Yeah. Uh, Natasha, I'm not even going to duke you for that. We're just going to move straight on. Rachel's on the line. Rachel. Hello. Hi. Who do you think sexiest man alive for you? Actually, the local guys, Billy Slater. Oh, Billy Slater. I get that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, get Melbourne that. Storm's Billy Slater. What yeah. is it you like about him? He's rugged good looks. He is a good-looking rooster. Yeah. He is. He's an extremely good-looking rooster. He's got a brilliant smile and he's got a great bod. What more could a girl want? All right, Rachel. <laughs> You've given it some thought, Duke and Dave. A case of Brick Lane draft. Uh, well done, Rachel. Lane, Rachel. S- Susan, sexiest man alive, please. Uh, sorry, Mick, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Keanu right. Reeves. Keanu oh. Reeves, this is a popular choice yeah. with the girls. I love him. He's he's such a nice man. He's very kind. And when he plays John Wick, well, there's another yeah. persona. So you like the vacant doofus type? <laughs> no, is, is he's gorgeous. Like a big blonk, like a big, you know, a big block of wood. No, he's that, lovely. That you he can was project onto. 1994, uh, Sexiest Man Alive on, uh, yes. on the list. He's though, just right? lovely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's the a top one. bloke. All right, Susan. He's good, and I, I, I didn't like him in Dog Star, but that Not, was his bad. John Wick, bad. John oh, Wick okay, is bad. Oh, settle mind. down, Susan. You made your point. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Duke, Dave. Uh, case of Brick Lane draft on its way to Port Macquarie. Susan, thanks Tim, for calling. Appreciate that. T- Tim's on the line. Uh, well, Tim, right uh, yeah. What credentials do you bring to this discussion, may I ask? Uh, Tim. Tim. Yeah, sorry, I missed you there. Yeah, no. Um, as a straight male, I'm not yeah. turning for Paul Rudd. Right. Okay. No, Who would you um, turn Pat for? Cummins. Pat Cummins. <laughs> Yeah, Pat Cummins is a good-looking oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got he's dreamy tall, eyes. He's, he's right. powerful. He's got beautiful hair. Yeah. He's a slightly matinee idol. Could mm. play like uh, an Air Force pilot from the Second World War. <laughs> he, <laughs> he'd make a good fast bowler too, I reckon. I'm a good fast bowler. Well, good yeah. luck to the Aussies, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Through to the T20 oh. final uh, after a stunning comeback. Thanks for the call, Tim. Vanessa's on the line. Vanessa, who say you? Hi, Mick. Who are you thinking? I'm thinking, well, you were on the list, Mick. We'd have to go definitely Arnie. Definitely Arnie Schwarzenegger, the Terminator. Well, yeah. early, maybe from the Terminator times. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a bag of walnuts these days. Well, look at the muscles he's got. Who can, well, who can, who can outbeat yeah. him with those muscles? Well, we'll see what happens, Vanessa. Thanks for the call. Nita is on the line. Nita, what are you thinking? This this had to come, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I was just giggling at your uh, bag of walnuts comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> What are you thinking? Uh, look, I think either Chris or Liam Hemsworth. Probably Chris more so, but they're both gorgeous. So you could have thrown a blanket over the Hemsworths. You yeah. could just uh, set a trap, bag them up, take That's your That's right. Line them up. Oh, yes, uh, please. <laughs> have, one, have one of those Hemsworths washed and sent them a tent. And <laughs> oh, that, that nice. would be it. I tell you what, we've got to be getting close to a prize, Dave. I, I reckon we'll give you $250 worth what? of Repco, Nita. Uh, thanks oh, to lovely. Repco, bringing Bathurst with the coolest and extreme examples of uh, all things motorsport this uh, this year. So, well done. 250 bucks on its way. Well done. Thank Go you so much. You got it. Uh, the least we can do. We'll be back with more after this. You got it. It's Malloy, Triple M. Yeah, with the program, Toots. This is Malloy. We're doing Clown of the Week here, thanks to uh, Repco with Mick Malloy. On I won't tri- have it, Dave, that it's what? Clown. We we talked about Queensland during the week and all the great characters that have come out of Queensland. This yeah. is on the back of the bloke who uh, attacked a crocodile with a pocket knife. With a pocket knife. Incredibly uh, brave. one of many great stories coming from the great state of Queensland. And during the course of our discussion, we yeah. brought up 
The antics, the wild jock fueled antics. Well, we love Queensland. The, the heroic antics of a bloke called Daniel McConnell. Have a listen. I was in bed sleeping at uh, two o'clock this morning. My wife comes in and says, Oh, the shop's been, uh, someone ran into the shop. And I said, Oh, what? So I jumped out of bed and all I had was my undies on. And I've walked out the front and I've seen uh, the car smashed and I've seen the bloke walking back to the car and so I've walked outside and I said oh what are you doing mate like you can't be leaving the scene and he goes don't be a hero mate and I said I'm not trying to be a hero but the police are coming and he just decided he'd scoot up the road and I just said nah it's not going on like that mate so I jumped in my car and I started chasing him up the road and then he went down a side street and then the police were coming but mate all I had was me jocks on and I was chasing him up the street and I'm just like mate I had nothing on but me jocks <laughs> Great tale. That is a great Australian story, yeah. and if he, if this bloke isn't Australian of the Year at some yeah. stage, I don't know no, what more you cool. have to do. He's on the line oh, now what? to talk us through his heroics, hopefully wearing nothing but his <laughs> jocks. Daniel, are you there? I'm here, Connor. How are you? Hi, mate. I couldn't be happier to be talking to you. Congratulations. Yeah, well uh, you're a hero. Are there talk of a statue of just you <laughs> and your jocks at any stage <laughs> in your neighbourhood? No, nah, that's a bloody ripper idea, but I don't like it. A bronze statue of you in your jocks with just a hint of bum crack out the back. <laughs> <laughs> a true Queenslander, mate. That's it, mate. Dana, true Queenslander, you got that right. Talk us through it. Are you a bit of a local hero? Are you, you a bit be. of a legend now in your local area? Oh, mate. Well, everyone knows who I am wherever I go. Like, I, I drive around bloody delivering alcohol in here, which which is, mate, it's a dream job, getting in air con. Mate, I go to drop off to little bars and bloody uh, coffee joints and I get free coffees and they're like, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, that's me, mate. <laughs> and, and do they recognise you because you're just in your jocks? <laughs> nah, well, mate, I've got to wear a bloody uniform. I've got to look got to look the part. How big are your underpants these days? Like a spinnaker on a, <laughs> one of those boats yeah. that sail from Sydney to Hobart? Oh, mate, not far from it. Oh, oh, that, I've, I've gained a bit of weight, but They have to be folded like a military flag? <laughs> Two blokes at the end of the day? Are you boxer or briefs? Mate, I love me boxer jocks. Yeah. Okay, a bit roomy? A bit, a bit more free-balling? Or? Yeah, yeah, plenty of room for everyone, mate. Sure. That's that's why I've got five kids and six ones on the way. Oh, well done, oh, Daniel. Six mate. kids? Well, I'm doing my fair share for Aussies, mate. We need to boost the Australian population, mate. Uh, if only more people will like me. Sure. You are a one-man machine. You need to keep those jocks up <laughs> and in the upright position, my friend. Hey, Dave, have we got something for Daniel? Daniel, we love you, and we know you've got another one on the way, so we think, why won't we give you a $250 Repco voucher just for being a good sport and a great Aussie? So uh, courtesy of Repco, $250, go shopping on Malloy. Well done, man. Uh, cheers, blokes. Just out of interest, what jocks are you wearing right now? Um, oh, what am I wearing today? I'll have a quick look. Oh. I'm wearing me tradies, mate. There you go. You got your tradies on. Uh, there you go. Get them down to forensics, I reckon, at the end of the day. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Daniel. Well done, Daniel. Great nah, man. Cheers, boys. You have an awesome day. Good on you, mate. Cheers, what mate. are you doing, mate? A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> This is Malloy. It is. Dr. Chris Brown is coming up in the second hour. Mickey, all around Australia we go. You're listening to Malloy on Triple M, and uh, I think it might be the first time Kate Langbrook has been on this program in its four-year history. Mm-hmm. She's joining us now. She's an author of a book called mm-hmm. Ciao Bella, which is available right now. It's Kate Langbrook on Malloy. It might be her first time on this program, but no, t- no stranger oh, to no. this time slot on FM radio where she's no. ruled the airwaves for many years. One of my favourite people 
and a great person. Uh, she's got a great book out, Shao Bella. Hello, Kate Langbrook. How are you? Oh, Mr. Malloy. Of course, <laughs> I turn up just when you decide to jump ship. I'm like, you know, the rats are going to come scuttling up onto the boards at that point, and here I am. Well, you have owned this uh, time slot over the years, so they could do a lot worse than giving you a call right now, let me tell you. <laughs> Although you have your hands full with this new book. Now, I just want to give people the backstory on this book, Kate. Uh, yes. This is an incredible story. You basically up, upheaved the family. You went overseas. You lived in Italy for a year. You didn't speak Italian. You knew mm-hmm. no one there. You had mm-hmm. four children to resettle. And all mm-hmm. while you left a top-rating radio show with our good friend, David Hughes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to ask, what were you thinking? What? Uh, let's mm. start there. What? When did this well, occur to you as a good idea? It's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, it ended up being two years, in fact, yeah. that we were away. But we did set off initially like that, um, like the three-hour cruise, um, <laughs> for it to yes. be one year, and um, I don't know why, Mick. Do you know what? There's there was just something in me and Peter, my husband, who you yeah. know as well, well who's Pete. he's a beautiful person. He's a good person, um, but you could still do a lot better. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I need to say that. <laughs> well, I thought you were spoken for. I thought, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. I'll get um, my manager to speak to your manager. <laughs> not something else. So, yes. yes, so it seemed like a good idea. It just, it just came out of nowhere. We both had the feeling at the same time. Yeah. And maybe it was... Because of you know what we'd been through with our son Lewis I when he aware. was sick and yes and in fact during that time when I was doing breakfast radio you were one of the you were just one of our main foundation stones at that time um, yeah. because you would often come in and fill in for me when I was, I at was the hospital there when could, you needed me it was the least you I you were do. really beautiful anyway um, I don't know why I don't like you you're an amazing <laughs> person. <laughs> Don't anyway. say that. That would break my heart if I wasn't <laughs> on your friendship list. Yes. Um, so here we – and there you are. And next thing you know, you yeah. end up uh, in yeah. Italy, in Bologna. Yeah. Yeah, and, up and, the in, north. Yeah, in Bologna and in a time of COVID. So not only is this an unusual setting for you and your family newly arrived, but mm. also circumstances which I'm sure you did not anticipate on departure. Well – well, the first year was the year that we thought was difficult, which was the year 2019, and we arrived. We didn't know anyone. We had to find an apartment, schools. I didn't even know how to walk home without getting lost. I had no car. <laughs> we were schlepping groceries. Like It was on cobblestones. My legs hurt. It was a lot. You know, Peter and I would go every night, are your legs really sore? <laughs> and I would be like, yes, and not from any fun activities, just from the Italians spend a lot of time on hard. Hard surfaces, Mick Malloy. <laughs> Writing this down. I'm, I'm, yeah, write yeah. it down. Right. Oh, you can read it in Charbella. No, yeah. oh, don't you worry. Once I'm, <laughs> wa- I'm waiting for the talking book version, which I'm oh, sure will be narrated it's by out. you. That's out. Oh, that's going to be like my Fifty Shades of Grey. That's going to. Oh. I'm going to be putting the, the earpods in every night, and I'll be like you there with oh, me. Oh yes, and you'll be getting a good tongue lotion. <laughs> anyway. Hey, now, Yep, go. So we thought 2019 was going to be the tricky year. Yeah. Then we decided to stay another year and it mm. turned out that 2020, I don't know if you know this, Mick, 
2020 became quite an unusual year. Boy, did it ever. Yeah, uh, one yeah. of the likes of which we've never seen before. So you're overseas now and you're mm-hmm. are you were still doing radio back in Australia at that stage? Or no, did you stop I that? only did it for the first six months. You know how persistent Hughesy is. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he would have tracked you down. Like, yeah. he, he would have oh. got ASIO or someone onto the case to <laughs> yeah. find you and call I you. I had to break up with him oh, via text. Oh. I was too scared to speak to him because I knew he'd talk me into coming back. That's the what he does. Mm. Um, what he does. So this book, and I've already read uh, some wonderful things uh, about it. Do you know what it is? People, it, it's such an interesting story. Your, your life, even before you go on such a madcap adventure like this. So there's just an inordinate amount of interest out there from the public. And I'm sure uh, once I get my hot little hands on this, I've read snippets, of course, but uh, this is what I call a page turner. <laughs> Kate Langbrook. Uh, well, thank you, Mick Malloy. You know what we say, better a page turner than a page burner. <laughs> I love it. I wish I had more time to talk to you. Uh, Ciao, Bella is the book. It's out now. Uh, It's about a wonderful romp in Italy with a couple of very special people and their children, and you won't be disappointed. Thanks for your time today, Kate. Thanks, Mick. You're amazing. Love you. Bye. Kate Langbrook, Malloy on Triple M. For the drive home, this is... Dr. Chris Brown going to come up in a moment. He's going to help us with Gone Wild. You're listening to Malloy here on Triple M. And a time for this segment, Dave. Dave, Dave, the song whisperer. Which now, I think for long, could be one of your three segments. I don't want to go into it. Just for today. Hang about for the second hour. There's something controversial in the works. And even by Dave's low standards, (laughs) this is... Yeah, it's pretty low. Grab for power, the likes of which I've never seen. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm shocked right now. I'm not surprised, but I'm still shocked. It's pretty much show reel together for when I'm unemployed at the end of the year. (laughs) They're just the shameless self promotion of Dave. Don't forget Dave's Corner, of course. Episode 42. Um, Let's let's go. A synopsis, please. This guy's got some news, and he's telling it from the mountaintop. It involves all the people around him. They're all a bit crazy, and he loves it. King of the Mountain. Oh, oil. King of the Mountain uh, would be a great choice, and we do play it, of course, but no, it's not King of the Mountain. Uh, Hills are alive. Hills are alive with the sound of What are you doing? I get it with the mountaintop thing, but uh, no, it's not. With my favourite performance by... Who is it? Oh, yeah, by the Superior, wasn't it? This is my favourite. Our Abbey is not to be used as an escape. What is it you can't face? Okay, you can't say that. You can't say that. Especially in a a G-rated music. (laughs) That's right. It's just part again, Dave, for those who are unaware. Have a listen to the potty mouth. Our Abbey is not to be used as an escape. What is it you can't face? Okay, again, uh, Mother Superior. That's uh, uncalled for, terrible language. None of that. Anyone else got one? No. One, triple, three, five, three. Get involved. What is it you can't face? Whoa. This is Malloy. To gather back around your wireless people, here comes the big second hour of Malloy.
It's going to be a beauty, people. On this Friday, Dr Chris Brown swings by as we do a special edition of Gone Wild. Also, we can review. Yeah. If you want to hang around for this, it's top shelf it's as really always. Really good one today. There is a whiff of controversy. <laughs> Real good one. About, it's a good one today. Why it's sort of put together and the production style. Okay, well, that's never very heard before. interesting you say yeah, okay. that. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. So let's start with, yeah. as I said, one of Dave's possibly three segments <laughs> now as the list grows. Dave's Corner, of course. Yeah. Don't forget to go to that, to your podcast. Yeah, uh, give us the synopsis, big fella. All right, this guy's got some news and he's telling it from the mountaintop. It involves all the people around him. They're a bit crazy. They're tickling his fancy, if you will, and he loves it. Yeah, one triple three. Did you add more. something there? Did I? Did you know? Oh, I mean, the oh maybe clue? I didn't put tickling his fancy in the first bit, but uh, definitely tickling his fancy in this song. As long as he's, that's all he's tickling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just wow. saying. Where do you go? Where does your mind go sometimes? I'm concerned about Matt's you. on the line. Matt, what are you thinking? G'day, guys. Um, is it Led Zeppelin, Misty Mountaintop? Ooh. Mr. Mountain Hops by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. Good song. No, it's not. That. No, it's not. No, I see well, where you're going with the mountain nice thing, but yeah, I know, right? Thanks, Matt. Uh, Michelle's on the line. Michelle, what are you thinking? Ain't no mountain high enough by Ooh. Jimmy Barnes. Again, the mountain. Yeah, yeah. That's in our wheelhouse. Uh, what made you say that? Oh, I don't know. You were looking for something with mountain in it. So. <laughs> Dave, yeah. what are you thinking? Look, the, I'll give you another clue. The mountain isn't part of the song title. It's part of the well, uh, the lyrics. Well, but uh, right. Thanks no, anyway, Michelle. Let's keep right. moving. Tim's on the line. Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. How are you? S- song, please. Um, is it It's a Long Way to the Top by Akadak? Uh, yes, very good. I would love it if it was. Oh, how good would this be, be on a Friday, Friday afternoon? Knock off drinks, bit of Akadak. No, it's not. Do give uh, anyway, Dave. Case of Brick Lane Draft for you, Tim. Yeah. Oh, for your weekend, Case man. Case of the Draft. Well Have done, some buddy. of that over the weekend. Yeah, Get enjoy. Dan Murphy's. You'll yeah. love it. The best in the business. So good. Uh, brewery expanding. Brendan's on the line. Brendan, what are you thinking? Hi, guys. I reckon it's uh, Iron Maiden. Run to the hills. Oh, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's ticket a few boxes. Run to the hills. See, it oh. doesn't mention mountain. I've got some news from the mountaintop. It is no, it's not Iron Maiden. Sadly, the horns aren't up. You can do him too. Uh, I'll tell you what I'll give you is also to a case of Brick Lane Draft on its way. Thank you, mate. I lost my credit, Steve, but uh, that's the uh, the go-to and the default. So congratulations, you got that. Come on, Steve. All right, Steve. Come on, Steve. What are you thinking? Uh, Wildlife. Talking heads. Oh. Oh, Hang on. What made you say that? Just the mountain top? The uh, tickle my fancy. Oh, oh isn't anyway. it? Have I, yes. have I completely blown it? <laughs> you got it. And you've also got tickets to go see the Killers, Steve. Two awesome. tickets to the Killers, Steve. Well done, mate. That's huge. That's Next it. year. Thank you. We've just given it. you one of the great nights out. Tell Enjoy. You. Beautiful. Thanks, boys. Up next, Dr. Chris Brown, Malloy, Triple M. Driving you home, this is Malloy. Gone wild. With a very special guest oh, today man. to help us navigate our way through the animal kingdom, it's Dr. Chris Brown. Hey. How are you, Doc? Hey, I'm good, Mickey. How are you going? Right, host of the Doghouse uh, Australia, what a great Tuesday, 7.30pm on 10. I can't help it. You just uh, uh, put a dog on screen and you've got me. <laughs> 
Uh, it's compelling viewing and it's going great. Are you happy? It, it's a beautiful show. It, it is. Yeah. It, it's lovely. It, it's. I think it's the show we need. Mm. And uh, you know, a show without without treachery, backstabbing, <laughs> without cheating. Um, still, there's a lot of humping. Um, yes. I know you're in it. You watch it for the humping, Nicky. I know. I, I know indeed. you. Indeed, I can't help it. I, there's a bit of humping. You throw yeah. a cushion on my floor and I'll hump it. You know, <laughs> it's the opposite of being voted out, isn't it? You're finding a home for a dog and you're mm. making people happy. So. I don't know how you've cracked the code on TV. But, uh, well done yeah. to you. Not all good news for you, though, because we had a caller during the week. We were talking about particularly Australian stories, and this one came. It was a little uh, drop tail lizard. He fell yeah. into some guy's beer. He got it out, and he gave it mouth to mouth. <laughs> oh, tiny. Pull your finger out, Dr Chris Brown. <laughs> that's how you revive an animal that's on the ropes. Now, yeah. there's an episode of a Bondi vet yeah. I'd, want, I'd love to see. You fishing a uh, gecko out of your beer <laughs> and uh, pashing it. Basically, ticks a lot of boxes for me. It is a missed opportunity, though, isn't it? I mean, those sort of things don't come along every day. You train your life for those moments just to hope to, uh, to step in. Yeah. I have resuscitated a, a fly. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Hang in, on. In the, never a, a bobtail gecko. That was, okay, I'm going to have know. to get you to yeah. back over this. A fly? Look, I was, I, was just, I was just telling a story to someone and a fly like flew into my mouth and, and down uh, deep into my lungs. I, I hoiked it back up. It was gone. I thought, you know what? Not your fault that I, I happened to be inhaling at that particular time. So I, I cleared the the saliva away away from its its body, and they, they kind of absorb oxygen through their outer layers and just breathed on him and just slowly sort of put oxygen back into his body bit by bit. Wow. Gave him a few gentle compressions just to sort of you know, squeeze the life back into him. About three minutes in, um, the, the wings started to, to flicker, and, and all of a sudden he was he, he was back with us and laid maggots in in my rubbish bin just to say thank you. I'm, I'm sure. You're, so. you're lucky. I, I would have been more impressed if it laid maggots inside your stomach lining. That that would have been a good story. And then in the middle of one of your episodes, you know you know those that horror story where like you start itching your skin and then spiders just come out. Yeah. What a great finish to your season. You know what, though? I, I actually came across a case yesterday, Mickey, that for some reason um, really I, I thought would, would appeal to you. I, I was asked to treat a, uh, a goldfish, a, oh. an 11-year-old goldfish. Wow. It has been alive as long as you've been at Triple M, yes. which is remarkable in itself. And like you, Mickey, it's been immersed in liquid most of that time. <laughs> and has an eight-second memory uh, so, I, so I can block out all the music. Yep. I see animals of all, of all kinds. And when mm, I, wow. you know, what I miss on the bobtail gecko, I make up with the 11-year-old goldfish. That's, that's my approach. And uh, I was called in because... It was it was kind of motionless in the bottom of its tank. It, it, it yeah. was alive again. A, another similarity uh, to, to you most <laughs> most work days around this time, Mickey. And diagnosed it. It was actually it was. I hope this is where the similarities end. It was constipated. Oh, uh, okay. A, a oh. Constipated goldfish um, that obviously wasn't getting the, the the right nutrition, wasn't getting the right amount of, of healthy greens, and so. Maybe maybe you can you can take a, a leaf out of his book. The treatment for a constipated goldfish, if anyone yes. ever wants yeah. to try, I'm writing this down. Is <laughs> is a single green pea. That's that's the only no thing way. it needs. It's highly a, a pea is highly lubricant. So if they eat it, it kind of just flushes everything out. It's like the yeah. three a.m. kebab on the way home. <laughs> what I'm telling to you is. 
I'll take the constipation rather than the single green pea. I'll just tough it out. I mean, I don't care. It's still the price is too high for a carnivore like me. Uh, hang around, Docker. Uh, we've got more in the animal kingdom yeah. uh, to wade through after this. This is Malloy. The Doghouse Australia, Tuesday, 7.30 on 10. Dr Chris Brown is with us. Gone wild on Malloy on a Friday. Uh, there's some crows, Doc, that are mm. swooping people on Cavill Avenue and the Gold Coast. We've got a news report. Let's have a listen. Some have taken to doing it. Um, nobody really understands why. They don't seem to hit anybody. They just scare the crap out of people. These three terrors have been dobbed into council, which says any reports of swooping birds are investigated. Catching them, though, could be another story. Crows are so insanely smart that they're virtually impossible to catch. This would ring true to me. Are crows known to swoop? Not, look, it's not a, a classic behaviour. They tend to, to watch and they're more opportunistic, yeah. if you like, rather than forcing the issue. But the thing about crows or really any bird uh, is the fact that they are a lot more intelligent than we give them credit for. Their brain cells are packed 30 times more closely than than a mammal's, like than, than ours are. So their brain should really be about 30 times bigger than than they look. So they, they, they're incredibly smart and they, they piece things together and, and they work out what gets a response. And I reckon with these these Cavill Avenue crows, <laughs> they've swooped or flown past someone who's who's been spooked and, and dropped lunch or oh, something. Right. They've sensed an opening. They've had a look around, they've had a chat and, and decided, hey, you know what, this this is a pretty good gig. And and they're just coming back for more. And it's it's getting results. How good's the Gold Coast? Bikey strippers swooping crows. <laughs> it's just everything you want under the one Roof. I'll tell you how smart they are. I'm a member of a golf course that's mm. down on a peninsula. Because of lockdown, no one was playing golf. The crows are all skinny. Like the, scro- the crows have just about had it. <laughs> when we've turned up, they've done the ring around, and I reckon there's a thousand crows. It's like a crow party. But this is how smart they are. Golfers will put a, a sandwich in their golf cart during a round, and these things will watch you. And uh, when you get 30 feet from your car to uh, tee off on a tee, a bang. They know yeah. the timing. They get in there. They know how much weight they can carry. <laughs> you can see the things with a, with a plastic-wrapped sandwich like fly, doing its best to fly off, and they never miss. I'm yeah. astonished by their genius. You just don't strike me as a sandwich on a golf course kind of guy, <laughs> don't you? I've well, got to I, say. Are they getting much out of you? Didn't say me. If they could get six beers and fly, <laughs> well... <laughs> Then you'd be in trouble. But that's the standard opportunity. They are smart as. Oh, they, they can only carry, what is it, one and a half drinks. It's one and a half standard drinks, I think, is their, their limit in terms of per carrying. Hour, per day. Per. Uh, Pablo Escobar's hippos are back in the news. We've covered this with you a couple of times, but now they're trying to give them birth control. How do you oh. offer birth control to a hippo? You're very invested in this story, Mickey, and I really appreciate <laughs> you. following this very, very closely. I love this story. Yeah. So they're delivering it via a, a tranquilizer dart, and they're giving a hormone that works in the female hippos to reduce their ability to breed. I, I love that even for Pablo Escobar's uh, hippos, drugs are the answer. Um, <laughs> hold the key to life. But it, it's relatively effective because a hippo is more closely related to a whale than it is to a cow. So if you try to anesthetize or sedate uh, a hippo to desex it, for yes. example, they dive underwater and they fall asleep and essentially <laughs> drown underwater. So it, it's... It's not a great way to go. Hey, can I say this? I also take birth control uh, with a tranquilizer dart. That's how I do it. A lot of people (laughs) put on a condom, but I think you'll find you've just got to put me down to get me off the nest.
if you are asleep at, at eight o'clock at night, it's very hard to to breathe. <laughs> that that is that is true, Mickey. Could it's, you give the uh, hippos the snip? Uh, you you can. It's just it's yeah. just difficult. Everything's very hidden uh, yeah. deep deep within. Not with me. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm good to go. Sidebar: Have you had the snip, Doc? I oh, don't. Oh, what? I'm out of order, am I? What? That's just a question. It's a medical question. It's just a procedure. Let's not go crazy. And and look, considering (laughs) the amount of dogs I've given the treatment to in the Bondi area, it's probably fair that I I, I go full method and and, and try it myself. But I I haven't. I don't have kids yet, Nikki. So I. Oh, well. All right. Well, none that you're prepared to acknowledge in a court of law. (laughs) Dave, have you had the snip? Uh, I have not had the snip. No. no. I'm thinking of doing it, but it's like a two man's job for Jim's mowing. It'll be. It's going to be really massive. Is it the same once you've had the snip, Doc? What happens there? Can you still perform? What's the deal? You can still perform all year. Uh, I don't want to get what? into the anatomy of the whole thing, Mickey, but, but all you're doing is you're crimping the little tube that takes the swimmers, if you like, right. uh, into the battlefield. <laughs> Why am I talking to you like you're a five-year-old and I'm explaining the music Is it like bending a hose to stop the water coming out? Thank you. It's, it's exactly that. It's exactly yeah. that. And, and you, the, the hose can be unbent, but, but, you know, you assume it's probably going to kink again at some stage. But I'll, I'll still be able to satiate all my lovers? Is that what... You will, much like the hippos. Um, you, you'll, be, <laughs> you'll be able to be busy in, in your tropical environments uh, with, your, with your many lovers who would <laughs> rather be underwater than breeding with you. I just don't want to disappoint in that department. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking of it. Could you do it? Could oh, I, if come I came, on. If I came into the office, Doc, no. could, could you? Do you mind? Am I stretching your friendship? Will I leave with a bucket on my head? <laughs> or, a, or, a, or, a, or a bucket around my penis? <laughs> it depends on... <laughs> if you need the bucket, you're saying you can turn around and remove your own stitches. That, that's the point of the bucket. <laughs> Which raises more questions than it answers, really. Uh, so right. I, I'd rather we didn't do both, um, but that is an offer. I've had many offers of, uh, of veterinary work of the human variety. It's weird as a vet what you get asked to, to do. <laughs> I've had a lot of people with very dodgy backgrounds you know, approach me saying, hey, hey mate, if, if you know, if I got uh, knifed up or if I, if I <laughs> got shot, could you help me out r- rather than going to a human hospital? Oh, wow. Oh. People think Bondi is, is this supreme no. yeah. upper-class area to live. Oh, no. There's a, there's a well, thanks for <laughs> swinging by, Doc. It's been yeah, a fascinating yeah, interesting. Animal Kingdom. The show, Dave. Yes, uh, the, the Dog, Dog House, House Australia. Australia. 7.30 Tuesdays on Channel 10. Uh, thanks as always, Dr. Chris Brown. Nikki, it's, it's not goodbye. Uh, I hope it's not goodbye. It's, it's see you soon. Um, I'm going to miss yep. you on the M's, um, but it, it sounds like we have another appointment awaiting. So I, um, <laughs> I, look, I look forward to, to seeing you and, and removing you of two very big problems in your life. <laughs> It's Malloy on Triple M. Yeah, with a program to it. This is Malloy. And this is usually my favourite part of oh, the week the best, where isn't we, it? we look back over all the best bits of That's the week. It. Matty Down Production exciting. puts it all together, does a great job. Yeah, really looking yeah. forward to it today, too. I think yeah, you think it's one of the things. I think it's going to be one of the better ones for the uh, for the year. Yeah. That's interesting, Dave, isn't what? it? Because as you know, Maddie on the pots and pans is uh, ha- unable to do it this week yes. uh, for reasons that are personal to yes, him. Yes, uh, herpes, I think. <laughs> um, but he couldn't voice it. No, so you can't. You can't. Guess who has. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I'm here. Put his hand up to white hand. No, I haven't white hand. And insinuate oh, his way into it. yet another segment. That's his third segment right. now. Hang on a minute. So, hang on. No, 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 no. no. He's, he's got Jay on the ropes for the song Whisperer. Okay. So, 
He's gone. Yeah, that's He's true. got Dave's Corner, which is a podcast rivaling my own. <laughs> He's basically got me sacked from the network. Oh, come on! Yes, Not and true. now oh. he's taken over the Week in Review. Wow, it does sound pretty good. It's over to you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. And welcome to my special hosting appearance of the Week in Review. We started the week with Narrowly Meadow Sports Rap. The AFL has scrapped skinfold tests for draftees over body image concerns. Tell me that is not a true story. The true story. And is this a reversal? Is this why you're finishing up? Because Triple M have introduced skinfold testing, Mickey? I'll tell you what, if this keeps up, I'll be playing AFL next year. That's right on the boots. Mickey's panicked down in the forward line. Executive producer Whitney admitted she once passed the bald guy from Aqua. Well, he passed me. Wait, so, don't get all defensive. Yeah, and I called him Dr. Jones because that was a song of Where were you when he passed you? So me? at the time I had a boyfriend and he ran a club. Oh, my God, Whitney. Aqua were here doing one of those, you know, revival shows. Yeah. My boyfriend went to introduce me to him and he just grabbed my face party. and passed me. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go along with this because yeah, why because not? you're his Barbie girl. <laughs> <laughs> Newly minted grandma Denise Scott joined us. It's 9.30 at night. I had laryngitis for the first time in my life. John's cleaning his teeth with his electric toothbrush. <laughs> I look at my phone and this photo has been sent to me of Bonnie, Max wow. and their newborn baby. John's cleaning his teeth. I'm going... <laughs> and I'm crying. <laughs> Kaz Cook joined us with her new book, You're Doing It Wrong. It's kind of personal, but it's also about going back and seeing what all women were told. Don't speak, don't laugh. Do the same work for less pay. I think one of the chief joys for a gentleman would be to give it to your mum, your daughter, yeah. or your partner, or your sister for Christmas. I'm not sure I want to read the chapter about vaginal wrinkles. <laughs> Can I just say, vaginas should be appropriately rumpled. Look, look at the scrotum, it's a dead set wrinkle face. <laughs> I, do, I do not want to look at it, thank you. <laughs> Merrick Watts made a return to the stage performing stand-up for the first time since lockdown. An audience of stand-up, it's a very special and unique kind of situation. It's like riding a bike, only as you're riding the bike, you realise that you're now well into your 40s. The bike you're riding is your kid's bike. You're pissed after being at a barbecue and you're attempting to jump four bricks. Underneath those bricks is a couple of kids. One of them's yours and you stack the bike onto the jump and accidentally deglove your own scrotum. We had some big news for the show's favourite anaphylactic, Adam Rosenbachs. They've just announced the big peanut in Kingaroy. Oh, yeah. Like, you have the big oh, peanut. Oh, really? I yeah. should go there. there there's yeah. a big peanut, and I would like to take you there <laughs> personally to get Thank photographed you. in front of it and maybe get yeah. a shot of you, I don't know, licking it. And you know what? I should go up there and uh, open the giant EpiPen next to it. <laughs> Ross Noble's Bono Watch had U2's new track, Your Song Saved My Life, in his sights. It was Monday morning. It was Monday morning. Quarter past four. You know what, Bonham? Just say Sunday night. <laughs> That's what we're all thinking. You're fast asleep on a Sunday. Tomorrow's going to be a fun day. Bang. Just, just crack on. <laughs> You've got it. And Ross tabled some of the many rumours as to mixed plans for 2022. Is it true that you are off to manage a tribute act based on the popular British pop band Little Mix called Little Mix? Three... <laughs> Mick Molloy lookalikes all under five foot tall. <laughs> Second one is you're off to sell up a new religion. The method of worship is they watch you chasing Scott Morrison to speed it up footage to the backdrop of saxophone music. <laughs> it's going to be known as the Benny Hill Song Church. Oh, 
Our resident relationship guru was dishing out plenty of advice. My husband has decided to become a vegetarian. Leave him. My, <laughs> Hang on, Alice. Leave him. I think I should come home, maybe not every night, pushing my luck, at least once or twice, have a cooked meal with some animal on my plate. Throw well, a wristle at him. <laughs> Tell him to grow up. And we gave Michelle's husband, Greg, the right of reply. Mick, I don't know if you're the right person to be doing this <laughs> because you're on a bit of a thing with KFC that every time you make a negative vegetarian comment, they send oh. you a bucket of the Colonel's best. I wish they did. <laughs> I'd be a bucket mogul. <laughs> I'd be sitting at home with a warehouse full of KFC uh, buckets. Jim Jeffries joined us from LA. So I go out with me son to take him trick-or-treating and one of his mates comes with her mother I said, oh, I like your little outfit, you little bugger. The mother just turned to me and went, I'm sorry, uh, what did you just call my son? <laughs> and I said, ah, oh, little bugger. I go, it's like Australian for rascal. And she was like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Where does it come from? And I went, it's short for the word buggery. <laughs> Matt McLaughlin join us to help mark Remembrance Day. We often fall into this trap of making it all very two-dimensional. Every Anzac was a Superman who won the war single-handedly. And while it's wonderful that we respect the, the, the legend of that came before us with the Anzacs, it's important that we flesh it out as well. So I always say to people, the best way you can honour the memory of people who fought and died is by learning more about them. And that's it for this special Week in Review. I'm Dangerous Dave Williams, and it's been an absolute delight to join you. Let's wrap this one up with an instant request, shall we? Hello, is that Paul? Afternoon, fellas. How are we? G'day. I know it's non triple related, but I was thinking Adele's new single. <laughs> this is my karaoke song. Is you it? know what I wear, Dave? What's that? I wear a tuxedo, yes. but with the bow ties undone <laughs> and just draped around my neck. So who do you think? Oh, okay. <laughs> do you know what just happened? That was, that? that was me trying to get up to the top of Dell notes and now I've put my larynx in. See what I've done? A drive home that's always unpredictable. This is Malloy. Thanks to Crown Forklifts, there's nothing like a Crown Forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Do it for the last time this week, Dave. There is nothing like a Crown there it is. for picking it up and putting it down. down. Yeah. I wish I could have auditioned for that. Well, we can get you Roll. in the production booth. You can, we can lay down some tracks and you can... Uh, Let's you know, do it. Go nuts. We'll get an eight-track out, Dave. Oh, we can do it old school, yeah. We can On do tape. it old school, get yeah. the splicer out. Hey, what a great organisation, what they? a great team, the best forklifts in the business, bar none. Anyone who wants to argue, yeah. I'll see you out the front. <laughs> These are, are more than just a forklift. It's an iconic piece of machinery. Yeah. I look at it and it just says everything I need to know about yeah. hard work, frontline mm. troops, getting the job done. Yeah. That's what they're all about down at Crown. Am I right, Dave? You've got the electric counterbalance forklift. Yeah. You've got the LPG and petrol forklifts. There's something for everybody. And if you do need a forklift, tell yeah. them you heard it on Malloy and you're eligible for a free PDH hand oh. pallet jack, Mickey. Amazing. I love the hand pallet oh, jack. Of course you Everyone do. needs one. You if see them everywhere. Have... Oh, man, I, that's how I get you around the office. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how we get you out of the studio um, sometimes. And, uh, just wheel him out. All right, so it the is. first 10 people who call Crown and say, you heard it on yep. the law, you're eligible for a bonus PDH hand pallet jack free with a purchase right. or rental for 12 months or longer of a Crown forklift. Here's their number, 131604. Get on it. Get it done. Yeah. Now, for mm. everyone who's already got one, for everyone behind the wheel... Of the forklift, yeah. the Crown forklift. Yeah. Here's some driving music. As, as if it's not a pleasurable experience enough. You yeah. know what I mean? No, you're king I of the world it. when you're it. in that seat. You own the world and everything in it. Yeah, but yeah. 
Uh, to help you along with some driving music, Dave, what have you got today? Status quo. Oh. Hello. Down, down. Hey, boss, do you mind if I do some overtime? I'm having too much fun. Don't send me home. What? Just the day off. I don't want it. I just want to stay and work with the crowd. Forklift goes up. Forklift goes down. Down, down. Oh, so good. Well done, crown. Hello, Jules. There is nothing like a crown for picking it up. It's Malloy on Triple M. Driving you home, this is Malloy. It's done for another week. Great week. Well done, everybody. everybody. Done yeah. and dusted. Time for a few Friday knockoffs, people. Good feeling, Go right? enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Uh, toast to life. We're That's still it. here. We're still kicking. We're doing well. Good luck to you all. Have yes. a golden weekend. Well said. Uh, and, uh, Dave, what about the podcast? Oh, yeah, so uh, Malloy Podcast will be up in just a moment with our big show today, including uh, Kate Langbrook, who we had on on earlier, uh, and also Dr Chris Brown. But um, Dave's Corner, episode 42, oh, I believe, well, is well, up and crowbarring about. that in. No, episode just, 42, uh, did you say? 42. So if you, uh, if you subscribe to Malloy, which, by the way, as we mentioned yesterday, huge in the in the podcast rankings. So thanks to everyone who, who listens yeah. in. And as a, an added bonus, just uh, once you've heard on. Malloy, you get on, on board Dave's Corner, episode 42. Oh, I love it. Who's on next week, Oh, Dave? mate, it's a roll call of superstars on the show next week. Tom Gleisner is on. We've got yeah. Dom Knight, Ursula Carlson, Andy Lee, Jim Jeffries, Kitty wow. Flanagan, and more. Wow. Brilliant. Get around it. Back to Drive You Home Monday again. Malloy, Triple M. This has been the Malloy Drive Show podcast, and there's nothing like a crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. They're never far away from where you are in cities, suburbs, and country towns across Australia with guaranteed reliability and superior quality. Check them out at Crown.com or call 131 604.